for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carathy invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We want to thank our sponsor, Home Instead Senior Care, recruits the most devoted caregivers, all their caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable, providing senior home care service in your loved one's home. Okay, I am excited to welcome you to the show today, and we have such a treat because Anna Craffy Pierce is co-hosting with me today, and we have a fun topic. Hi, Anna. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. It's good to hear you. Okay, I am we're very on this. Excited. We're on. Yeah, we're on this reading kick. We just want to talk about reading. Anna and I decided we would devote several episodes to just how to get your kid to love reading as much as we love it. And we want to share some of our family secrets because we are a family that loves to read. All of us. It's crazy how many books. (laughs) It's embarrassing how much I invest in books. Now that I have a book out myself, I can write it off like it's part of my business now. (laughs) Isn't that great? Everybody should write a book just so they can justify all the books they have to buy, right? Until yeah. you know how much work is involved, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> okay, I will say yeah. I, I revel. A girlfriend was over, and I was like, here, look at my mom's books. They're on her, my shelf right here. Um, so, okay, I wanted to start this. Like, I want, I want you to give the definition you were telling me about earlier, but before that, I want to tell you what I got for Mother's Day from my son, because it involves reading. Okay, so well, you I know how the... Before- can I interrupt you just a second? We yeah. need to tell people what we're going to be talking about. Oh, yeah, they yeah, might, they might. So we're going to talk about comic books and how that is not, we should not be as book snobs about comic books because some kids, it really helps them. So Anna is a teacher. She's got tons of education experience with all ages. So she's going to tell us a little bit about how picture stories can really help a kid process language and everything and teach American heroes and values. So we're going to talk about that. Do you want me to give the definition or do you want to tell the story? Go for it. Okay. The definition is we're talking about how to encourage kids to be adventurous in the right way. So the word is adventurous. And here's our definition. Open-minded to new, even scary experiences in order to grow. Not reckless or thrill-seeking, but in other words, being adventurous in the sense that you're willing to grow. Okay, step into your fear. So, Anna, tell us your story. Okay, so Mother's Day. You know, all the sweet little junior kindergarten, kindergarten teachers always ask the kids questions and then write down their answers for mom. So you get this little snippet of your kid's personality you don't normally see, and you get their perspective on you, like your mom's (laughs) favorite color, how old she is, and the answers are hilarious. Only my son's answers aren't hilarious. He didn't care. Like, it's all really, like, it. what's, I like, my mom is the best because we do stuff together. 
she does stuff with us. Like, it's all these vague answers until it's what I like, which is hugs and kisses. So he answered hugs and kisses like five times because he knew the right answer, right? But then my favorite thing my mom does, no, is, is her reading books. His favorite thing that I am is me reading books. And it's funny because he begs me to read Chronicles of Narnia, like, because that, because my daughter's not quite old enough and it, it, it's too intense for her. And so he doesn't get the opportunity to hear it very often. So I know what he was doing here is he was making sure I understood that I needed to read to him more. (laughs) Oh, I love that. So, but I, but I I need to just have him over and just read books to him one afternoon by ourselves. It's funny because you read to him more than I do and his granny reads to him more than I do. So I think truly that's what this note is about. He wants me to read to him more, which is perfect. I mean, what could be better? But the other thing about him is he's really like the reason I'm I'm reading between the lines on this note is because he's really thoughtful. So he's not adventurous innately. And when you were talking about adventurousness and that definition – and the idea that it's stepping outside your comfort zone and pursuing something and growing, in my brain, in the background, I tack on our definition of why you get an education, which is just oh, yeah. and And that's why you would be adventurous as well, because you see an opportunity to make life better for the people around yeah. you, or you see an opportunity to obey God, which is essentially the same thing, and therefore you step out of your comfort zone and you grow. Yeah. So my oh, very thought was so who would never step out in front of a car, which I'm very thankful for, mm-hmm. he, he wants to think things through five times before he obeys. And that, you know, someday when it's God calling on his life, I want him to obey immediately, he just discovered comic books. And oh. it's interesting. He has a higher tolerance for the intensity of the book and the storyline when it's a comic book. I think because in a comic book, the hero is so obvious. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. I'm going to I want to read this quote to you. I've got two really great quotes that oh, apply good. to what you're saying and one of them is from Helen Keller. I love to quote her. I think she had so much oh, wisdom. Being of heroes. She was a hero. Yeah. Right. She's an American hero story. She sure is. Okay. Security is mostly superstition. It does not <laughs> exist in it does not exist in nature nor do the children of men as a whole experience it. Avoiding danger is no safer in the long run than outright exposure. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. Wow. I know. How powerful. Okay, but then Golda Meir passed away. And for those who don't know, she was an amazing female figure. She was the prime minister of Israel, a female, and and just such a crucial time in the history of Israel. And so for those people that are my age... When she passed away in the spring of 2021, it was it was it's pretty sad and almost devastating to have her gone. I mean, she was just like such a a good leader. So here's what she said. Trust yourself. Create the kind of self that you will be happy to live with all your life. Make the most of yourself by fanning the tiny inner sparks of possibility into flames of achievement. Now, I mean, you'd have to look hard to find a woman who had a more adventurous life than gold in my ear. So I just thought that was such good wisdom. T- take the tiny sparks of possibility in your own heart and fan them into flames of achievement. What, what a good way to create an adventurous life. So, okay, 
now I want to talk to you. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Do you care, Anna? No, go for it. I got to ask you, who is your favorite comic book hero? I just can't wait to find oh. out. <laughs> oh, that's so hard. Well, so it depends many. on. It always depends on who's writing him. I was so disappointed when with the super some of the superhero movies that came out, particularly oh, no. uh, Superman, because they oh. they deviated from his. They took away some of his innate goodness in order to create conflict in the films, and and I just that really bothered me because it's such a core of who that character is for me. And then they made Batman kind of dark and less of a detective, oh, no. and so I tend to lean towards the original comic books when I think of, of the American classic superheroes and how they're written. So mm-hmm. the early mm-hmm. Batmans, the early, the early Spider-Man, I love Spider-Man when he's being done well done. Some of the movies kind of took him off course for me, but this latest series mm-hmm. of movies kind of brought him back into alignment for me where he is a high schooler yeah, I, I, and he has I, the strengths and weaknesses yeah. of one. <gasps> high yeah. school boys are hilarious. Yeah. And when they made him so angsty and dark, it took all the fun out of the fact that he was a high school guy. So yeah. I love the way they brought him back to be to be that funny, quirky, almost dorky young man coming into his own. I yeah. love that about him. He may be my favorite. Well, it's but, really hard to, to choose one, and and I, I but I do like the way American values are. I, I think you're right about the movies have kind of taken them down the wrong path, a dark path. And maybe that's just drama and what you have to do for entertainment. I don't know. But I do love the way the old comic books, the, they epitomized American values in a person that was human, not necessarily somebody perfect. You know, sometimes they had their, often they did have their weaknesses. And so I kind of like that. And I think we can okay. all relate to that idea. Yeah. There's a childhood phenomenon that you're probably aware of because of my kids. One of, it's Nickelodeon. They created the Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. dogs, but they're superheroes. Uh, it is probably uh, the most prevalent superhero that is being commercialized and produced right now in the United States. And it's not a grown up, it is a dog. And, yeah. and it, I love them because they have problems, like, and they, the little puppies mess up. But the, the key to it all is they depend upon friendship, like essentially good fellowship, and they have oh. each other's backs. And they're a little annoying as a grown-up. I mean, the theme song, you hear it over and over again. And it's all, it's, it, it's all bright colors. And, but I, I don't mind my children watching them and collecting them. And they make little, you know, one of the how-to-read groups, reading with uh, Step Into Reading is the brand. And they've um, licensed it. So I can buy Paw Patrol books that are easy readers. And we've yeah, had lots that's... of success with that because my kids are really motivated to read those stories. That's so interesting. I know you have to really watch television. They will they will commercialize and ruin yes. every book they get their hands they, on. They sneak in, but that's not even a book. That's a, It's a cartoon originally, but it's become a book. And then yeah. other books I love that are sort of comic books, and, and this is a little fun thing as a mom, my mother-in-law bought us magazine subscriptions, which if you have oh. a kid who is more prone to comic books but not quite old enough to read or follow a comic book, I love anything Rick Range. Ranger Rick, so that's all animals, and they start out, it's called Ranger Rick Cub, and it's these to, little easy readers, and I they come, they're like little books. I have to interrupt you, sweetie, because we only uh-huh. have a few seconds to the break. Stay oh, with us, because we are going to be back, and I'm going to get Anna to talk a whole lot more about what to do if you're raising a naturally adventurous child, like how to rein that in, and also 
what kind of books she likes to read to those adventurous, adventure-loving kids, no matter how what direction they're prone. So stay with us, and don't forget, you can find all of this at kathycraffy.com, and we hope you'll sign up for our free weekly blogs and weekly podcasts. So stay with us. We'll be back to talk more truth with the Texas Twang in just a minute. It won't be long, and we're going to be talking more about comic books and how they help your boys read. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. Want to move from coexisting to cherished? From isolated to influential? Hi, this is Kathy. Just for you, we have two books out now devoted to creating better conversations. Life-changing conversational adventures. Marriage Conversations, From Coexisting to Cherished, is 20 chapters packed with easy, practical ideas This is the book I wrote for my kids. It's brimming over with personal stories and stuff I learned the hard way. Then The Well, The Art of Drawing Out Authentic Conversations explores over 40 different ways Jesus launched the woman at the well from lonely to leadership. You can find our books with our wonderful publishers, Cross River Media and Elk Lake Publishers, at local bookstores or at Amazon.com. Buy two, one to read out loud to your hubby and one to share with a friend. Order yours today and have your own conversational adventures tonight. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place? A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever? It's home, where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, I'm talking to Anna Craffy Pierce, and we're talking about comic books and picture books, magazines, how that can help your child learn to read. I'm going to read a Bible verse real quick, Anna, because I want to introduce this next section this way. So when I typed in Bible verses about adventure, like I'm pretty good at knowing what's gonna what's gonna pop up, and I thought as I typed that in, I thought there's not a single place in the Bible that I ever recall reading the word adventure. So I couldn't wait to see what would pop up, and and I was really shocked and surprised. Here's what I got, and that I I love this. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my Yeah, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, 
and in danger from false believers. That's from 2 Corinthians eleven twenty six. I didn't even remember. I mean, I never even thought of that section. Honestly, I never thought of Paul's life as a big adventure until I like read he that might verse. Be, like he might be the superhero, like Superman of the New Testament. Yeah. Where he's okay, going out so. and, and saying what is true and, and rescuing people. Yeah. And so it kind of changed my perspective. Like I thought, okay, if we're teaching our kids, like one way books can really serve you well is if you're teaching your children to contemplate examples of good ways and bad ways to respond to a crisis. And, and of course I love Bible, Bible book, uh, storybooks for that on it. I know in one of our episodes, I'm going to mention it. We talked about generational readers and loving the classics. And you mentioned that y'all at your house, you collect Bibles, children's storybook Bibles, because you get tired of reading the same one over and over. And I, and well, I love that. I was but, actually going to start what I had next to say about that exact thing, because I pulled up, I actually loaned this to a friend, so I had to find the title online. The one that oh, we read so much that we just, Drew and I looked at each other and we said, we have to get a different one. We've read that. We, we need different words for these same stories because we've read this so much. It's called The Jesus Storybook Bible, Every Story Whispers His Name. The Jesus Storybook oh. Bible. And, and my husband and I are very different in a very complimentary way. And we both, I actually asked for this for Christmas for my in-laws, and then he loved it so much that it became his primary reader for like two years to our children at bedtime. But the reason he loved it is because it's told like all of Scripture from the very beginning with with creation to the very end is about, it's like a story about Jesus. And Jesus is the great hero who is sent by God to rescue the whole planet. And it uses the word hero throughout the Bible, throughout the way the stories are told. And it's very accessible, modern, like, like dearly modern, not weird modern language. So my kids, it really resonated well with them, but then it also resonated with their dad who's reading it to them, that Jesus is the hero. I have a question for you, because we're talking about comics and heroes, American values and, and good, solid biblical values like you're talking about now. And Jesus, of course, being the ultimate of all heroes because he was the savior. But what I want to know is, is that book, does that have beautiful pictures in it? Because what fascinates me is (laughs) the way sometimes pictures make it easier for a boy to read. And so I was a bit of a snob about comics, I have to admit, but I kind of got over it because I realized they're little, little brains process differently, you know? So talk to me as an educator a little bit about that, sweetie. Well, I... One of the things I love about this modern adaptation in this particular little Bible storybook is the pictures are really interactive. So my husband, I'm watching, and and because of that, the kids are intrigued and engaged. And so they snuggle in next on both sides of their dad, which is the phenomenon that happens when he reads comic books to them as well. They want to look at the book as well as listen. So they get in really close, and the snuggly child snuggles in, of course, because he always does that. And the child who wants a little, has a bigger personal space bubble also snuggles in because they want to see the pictures. But in the case of this little storybook Bible, what is cool about it is the drawings aren't just like you're looking at them straight on, like a traditional photo or illustration. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to turn the whole book sideways. So, like, I think that maybe it's the ladder up into heaven, the dream story in the Old Testament. 
because that huh? ladder is really long. They use the full length of the book, and you have to turn the book the other direction in order to read that part of the story. Wow. <laughs> so, so it engages you physically with the book, almost uh. like if you're playing. Like It's like they've taken what we know about engagement in stories from video games and from modern culture and applied it to a storybook. It's, wow, that's it's well genius. Done. That's yeah. genius. Okay, so and, explain explain to us as a teacher how I heard you use a word I I've never even heard. I don't even know what it means, but explain to us how pictures in comic books and magazines, storybooks, how those can help your child be prepared to read. Well, the the word I used earlier when we were talking about this is sequencing. Um, often one of the, the early things in education that kids learn is to sequence. What is the order the story is told in? Or and math is the same way. Uh-huh. What order do the numbers go in? Order is something that as you grow and your brain develops, you learn about how things, the pattern, the way they're meant to be, the sequence they go in. And some of us are better at it than others. Um, but the, the wonderful thing about comic books and reading out of a magazine, particularly some of these that I um, have sitting in front of me, is that you have to learn, it's a different format, and you have to learn how to follow it with your eye. And you uh. start at the upper left and go across, and then find the next row and go across. But for a kid who struggles to read lines where all the lines of text look the same, uh. in a comic book, those lines of text, are there. there's not as many grouped together. And the sequence on them, you know, you move from box to box, and then the lines are very obvious because they're bigger, you know. And the one I'm looking mm-hmm. at is only three lines for the whole page because it's three rows of boxes. Yeah. And there's, there's technical terms I've learned over the years because I teach comics in my art class. So there's <laughs> actually terms for the individual boxes and the different kinds of talking bubbles and all of that. So it's, it's a technical skill to be able to make and read a comic. Wow. But another and they, thing and they, I love. They have whole books of yeah. comics. I forget what they call them. Oh, oh yeah. Illustrated Action books, books, I think. Or... Yes. And there's okay. there's manga, which is a whole other version, but it's comics, essentially. We call them comics here in the United States, but manga is another thing that is very cool. Of course, that sequencing is backwards. You just have to start at the back and read the other direction. Um, oh, no. I could, okay. I could not do that. <laughs> Oh, sure you could. You'd learn if you enjoyed the story enough. Those stories are so fun. Speaking of heroes, we have an American archetype kind of hero. I also love the heroes out of some of the manga. Some of those um, coming from us to us from Japan or China are just phenomenal heroes with um, slightly different, like the things they emphasize as heroic are slightly different, which I think are it's beautiful. And the art is gorgeous. Okay, but I want to also say, since we're talking about kids and having raising yeah. two very different children, I have a bold child and a thoughtful child, and I want them both to be adventurous, particularly with your definition. Yeah. And I love to sit with them and read magazines. Oh. And here's why. Because in a magazine, there's three or four different stories. And the ones that I love are, because my mother-in-law sent them to us, Focus on the Family makes Clubhouse and Clubhouse Junior. Right now we're reading oh, yeah. Clubhouse Junior. And they have little projects and food recipes, which my son loves because he's always hungry. And they have mazes, which he wants me to do with him. They have a Bible story. And, of course, it's written like a book, but it has big illustrations. They have Mm -hmm. a little little story about these animals, but it's the same little animals we follow every week to week or month to month, however often these come out. There's instructions on how to plant a garden sometimes in them and Bible verses. Mm -hmm. They're really nice. 
and they appeal to both my children, and we take turns picking out of them. And then, and anything where my two very different children are engaged in the same thing is good because they have the strength the other one needs. Yeah. So I appreciate that about sometimes when we read books, you know, one of them picks a book and the other one gets up and comes back when it's their turn. But with a magazine, they sit there waiting and listening to the thing that is probably the thing they actually need to hear because it's what the other person wants to listen to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> waiting so on their turn because they want to pick next. Yeah. So, and then I also love um, the Ranger Rick, which I mentioned earlier. They have the Cub books, which are for younger kids, and then they have Ranger Rick or Ranger Rick Junior. And the reason I love those is because if you're in a if you're a child who is a thinker, animals are really appealing. You can think about them. And if you're mm-hmm. a kid who's bold, animals are really appealing because there's a danger factor and they're intriguing, and you can pretend to be them. It oh, doesn't yeah. matter what kind of person you are; an animal is engaging and will. Because it's something God made. I mean, he just is so good at designing us to engage us. It, yeah. it will engage your strengths and weaknesses to learn about animals. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Wow. I know some publishers that don't publish uh, books about animals. Like, I mean, they only do, I guess they would do literally animals, but no pretend animals. It's so interesting. Cool. That, I uh, love your perspective this, is so fresh and different from some of the other more traditional perspectives on it. In this Ranger Rick Jr. book, every single time there's a story in the middle that is made up about Ricky and his pals and their cartoon characters, their animals, and they have wow. some conflict in their friendships and that they resolve. Wow. And my children love it. And it's very wholesome. Okay, we have about two minutes. If you were going to give somebody some great advice about how to use comics, especially, I think with boys, but am I wrong? Maybe it's girls too. Picture books, comics, sequencing. What what advice would you give to a young mom? Figure out what your kid loves and buy them a picture book about it, whether that's a comic or a magazine. My husband loved animals, so his parents bought him the Rick, Ranger Rick things early. You knew I loved art. I'm looking at my first art book ever. It's Frederick oh. Remington, Art for Children, and it's just full. It might as well be a comic book. As far as the number of words, it's just full of pictures uh-huh. yeah. and then bold words that tell stories about each of the artworks. It might as well be a comic book where the artist is the hero. I'm so and, glad and you for said me, that. That's the beginning of my art collection. The thing I, I, to this day, it's my profession. It's what I love. And it was a picture book that got me there that started that it all. so interesting. Well, you had a natural knack for art from a very early age, but I am, I'm happy that you mentioned that book because that's a really great example that art is such a great way to teach kids to love to read, even museums, reading the little placards about the art. Okay. We have to close it off. I hate to do so. (laughs) You can find all this information and you can find more podcasts from Anna about reading all her education skills and art skills in her philosophy about children. We just pour that into our podcasts. You can find those at Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com, where we speak truth with a Texas twang. And we sure hope you'll sign up to get our free blogs and podcasts because we do all this because we really love you. And we, we want Amen. you to be successful with your children. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. 
Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in.